WCB Podcast, your source for all things Chicago Blackhawks and everything hockey, with your host, let's do it, Jerem Tanner and Noli. All right, it's another edition of the WCB Podcast, a part of the Hockey Podcast Network, presented by DraftKings. It's Jerem, it's Tanner. What is up, bud? Hey, it's up. <laughs> <laughs> let's fucking go, dude. We are officially hockey season. Regular season hockey is here. We have made it through the long summer of of waiting. Yeah. I feel like this is the longest summer ever for us as Hawks fans waiting for the Bedard show to start. And surprise, surprise, guess who made the roster? Mackenzie and Whistle. Yes. <laughs> God damn it. Um, but yeah, so we are gonna just real quick run through a couple topics here and there. Um, regarding we'll talk about the Hots roster really quick, and then in a couple moves that happened today, that's kind of like, oh shit, oh, we didn't even see that one coming. Um, yeah. and then we're gonna oh, give yeah. our we're gonna give our playoff predictions for the year, we're gonna give our prediction for some awards, and we're gonna give some bold our bold take for the season. Um it's going to be a shorter episode because tomorrow we will be live streaming on our YouTube channel, Blackhawks vs. Penguins. The Connor Bedard era begins. We will do a watch along with it. Uh, so it will be cool. Join in. Um, interact with you guys in the live chat. Um, might have some other people on, maybe Poets, maybe Noli. Who knows? We'll see. Uh, but anyway, let's get started right into this um, Hawks talk. The official roster which just cleared on me on my phone um was announced yes today okay uh not yeah. a lot of surprises <laughs> no god damn it where'd it go it um all right i got it, i got it, i got it i was gonna say like i I have like the photos basically forwards and ethan uh, Anthony Siu, Connor Bedard, uh, Jason Dickinson, Ryan Donato, Mackenzie Entwistle, Nick Felino, Cole Gutman, Taylor Hall, Reese Johnson, Tyler Johnson, Boris Kachuk, uh, Corey Perry, Taylor Radish, and Lucas Reichel. Yeah, I don't hate it. I don't hate it minus Entwistle, but that's just because Kurashev is injured to start the season. Kershev and Blackwell. I always forget Blackwell's on this team. Yeah. Always yeah, forget I mean, about him. There's, like, with Blackwell, there's like a few guys that are just like him. Um, yeah. But he's, I like him. I like him. He's He goes hard. Yeah, I do like him. Uh, he's good on that bottom six. Um, defensive players that made the team they're going with 70 to start uh Seth Jones Wyatt Kaiser Kevin Korchinski so the big question of will he will he not be on the team has been answered for now yeah uh Connor Murphy Jared Tenorti uh Alex Velasic and Nikita Zaitsev which a lot of people are pissed about that but he he was going to be on this team regardless yeah I don't see why Zaitsev would be down he is going to play that third pairing maybe every other game every two three games yeah he's just collecting a check until the season's up i feel like it's just him in uh like tenority or kind of like that third veteran spot 
that they're going to be going back and forth between them two. And then we already know goalies, Mrazek and Soderblom. Yeah. Which, again, now is everybody is saying it differently again. So I don't know how to pronounce this fucking guy's name. Uh, Soderblom. Soderblom? Soder, Soderblom. I just call him Arvid now. <laughs> I turned on the game against uh, Minnesota right at overtime. And in that five-minute overtime, I think Chris Foster said his name three different ways. So I have no idea. Yeah, it's – I mean, he said his name like a thousand different ways all last year. Each game was different, and I was just like, whatever, man. He even made a joke when the Hawks resigned him, like, okay, I got all summer to figure out how to say his name now, and he still doesn't do it. Yeah, it's it's whatever. It's, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um. So going into it – um. To practice today, the lines were looking like Hall, Bedard, uh, Donato, Taylor Johnson, Reichel, Radish, uh, Kachuk, Gutman, Anthocyu, Perry, Dickinson, Foligno. I like it. I mean, I don't, it's not going to win a Stanley Cup. It's not going to, you know, blow any team out of the water, but it's like for the Hawks situation, I think it's a very good, very good combo. Yeah. I, it's it's gonna be a fun like we've said a thousand times. It's gonna be a fun team to watch. Yes. Um. And then the defensive pair in Vlasic with Jones, Korchinski with Murphy, Tenorti and Kaiser. Um. And Mraz. It sounds like Mraz is gonna start tomorrow or tonight against Pittsburgh, and then Soderblom will play tomorrow against Boston. So I think it's gonna be just rotating until somebody t- takes over the net or until Mraz gets hurt. I mean, it's probably just gonna be Mrazic for the most part. I would say he probably gets like two thirds of the starts. If like if everybody stays healthy, he gets at most of the starts. Not like 50-50. It didn't sound like it kind of sound like uh Luke Richardson was talking about that. It sounded like it was gonna be flip flopping for a little bit. Yeah, maybe. But, but we'll see. Any surprises to you? I mean I know we kinda this has been kind of the, the lineup going through training camp that everybody's like this is what to look for this is what to look for is there any surprise for you no but i do like i i really like with the defensive pairings that there's like three young guys like yes. for the future going at it i've really liked wyatt kaiser and like him and vlasic and korchinski all kind of like being on the team at the same time is great because if they can like gel well together and like be a part of the the future like core it's nice to get them started this year with Bedard too. A hundred percent. Yeah. It's a good start. And Korchinski, at least we have the safe the safeguard. It's like worst case scenario, we send him down back to yeah. Seattle and goes, we save a contract here. Um Kaiser can go to HL, right? Yeah, because he was he was college. College. Okay. So Kaiser Vlasic will go to Rockford if need be. Um you still got Nolan Allen. You got Isaac Phillips. You got, uh, was it Philip Ruse? Like you have, yeah, there's Phillip a bunch Ruse. of guys that have, that can still fill in if need be and all that. So it's like it's a good. It's going to be painful, I think, defensively, but it's a good painful because it's going to be growing pains and and learning to play yeah. the game. I mean, Seth level. Jones isn't a bad like guy to look up to on that back end either. Like we said a lot of time, like he gets shit on a lot, but he eats a lot of minutes. Like he's he's one of like the ice time leaders every year. 
I want to say he averaged like 25 over yeah. 25 minutes last season. And yeah, that's yeah. going to probably go up even more. Like um, we were, I was listening to Steve Dangle podcast. They're doing like their Western conference preview. And they're like, Seth Jones, it's like, he's going to have two line mates for how many times he's how, how much ice time he's going to be playing. He's going to have like, like he's going to have two pairings out there. Um, Last year he had averaged like 24 and a half minutes of ice 24 time. 24 and a half. So it was close. Yeah. I mean, of course your numbers are going to look bad when you are out there for majority of the time. Right? And the team, the team as a whole isn't good. Exactly. Yeah. So he's a, he's a solid minus 100 on his career right now. <laughs> God, that contract makes it just look that much worse. I mean, it, last year was definitely a breakdown year for every, like the team. So it's kind of rough to like, before the, him being a minus 100 exactly, he was a minus 62 because he was minus 38 last year. Yeah. He so they still didn't win the gold or the green jacket. You were a bum. You can't even do anything right, Seth Jones. God. I like him. I know. So do I. <laughs> um, I think he's going to have a, actually a really good year this year. I think so too. Um, because there's going to be a lot more, there's a lot better offensive focus on this team and i think with the way that like they're probably going to be trying as much as they can to capitalize on the power play with what we saw too like with Corey perry on the power play like oh, yeah. it's kind of nice <laughs> it was kind of it was pretty good i think with the youth movement coming in chicago now i mean that's gonna really rejuvenate a bunch of these older like quote-unquote yeah. older guys and it's gonna give them a lot like oh cool like let's have fun again and all this kind of stuff because last year was the teardown. There was no 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 pieces to be like, oh, let's get excited for this guy. And then this, it was right. just, let's get this team, let's and get like, this season done. The best player on the team's also injured, like, for the whole year. Like, Kane yeah. was just, like, dealing with an injury. I'm sure that was just a pain in the ass because, like, I don't know if you ever fucking did anything while you're hurt, but try to play, like, a, like a professional sport and be the, one of the oh, best yeah. at it. Like, I'm sure you're going to be pretty fucking pissed every day. Like, exactly. But now I'm sure it just wasn't good to be around. Now you bring a Bedard, you got Reichel, and on, on top of that, like we've been talking about, the entire back end is half of the back end is going to be youth guys, so you can yeah. really mold and mentor out there. Like, I mean, it's going to be, I think he's, him and Connor Murphy, I think, are due for, for some good years, a good year here. Um, but, yeah. I like the I like the pairing of Korchinski with Murphy, just because Murphy, I think, is, is a little bit, more defensive minded than Seth Jones because Seth Jones definitely gets down low in the offensive zone. Oh, sometimes yeah. you'll find him in the corners. Um, Connor Murphy does like to stay near the blue line, which is good. He's got a good head on his shoulders though, too, because he knows when to jump into the play. But I feel like he'll be more looking out to when Korchinski does make those jumps because he'll make those rookie mistakes that he's going to probably want to hang back a little bit further. You got to bail him out. Yeah, I think I think Murphy's a better. Like I'm gonna bail this kid out right now, like than Seth 100%. Jones because Seth Jones is probably like if he gets that puck, I'm also gonna be going down low too. Yeah, it's like, yeah no, 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 Seth, don't, don't do that, please. Two on one with our defenseman, like let's yeah, go. Right. <laughs> oh yeah. man, that's exciting. Yeah. I'm excited to see how Reichel does like at center for the whole year. If he even if he ends up staying there, because like that'd be pretty pretty sweet if he can really keep that up and like like he's been working on his two-way game and just be that two the two-way guy behind Bedard like that'd be pretty nice 
oh my god, I'm like reading comments on the roster and or the starting lineup. Korchinski over Entwistle is insane. You're not Korchinski, Kachuk. Oh, Kachuk over Entwistle is insane. What? They, like what? Like they must have watched the they must watch the preseason only. That's the preseason okay, so only. That's the thing then... that, that that's the thing that bothers me every year is Entwistle makes the team out of camp because he looks good in preseason, and then he's he like just he's disappears when he's on the team. Like he'll get thirteen minutes of ice time, and you'll have no idea when he was on the ice. Yeah. Uh... Um, I'm just trying to see if there's any other Hawks news really quick before we move on, which I don't think there really is. Yeah. But yeah. Uh game one tonight, Pittsburgh, 7 p.m. ESPN, ESPN Plus, and live watch along on the WCB podcast YouTube. So you gotta have that going too. Um right, why not? NHL news, some some interesting signings happened today. Um, the long-rumored Rasmus Dahlin contract extension that was reported on months ago and then yeah. never came. All but a done deal. Yeah. Well, it's finally done, and it's a more money than it was originally reported. Uh, eight years, $11 million per I think you said it best. This is going to look really good in a few years when the cap yeah. is like very high. It's one of those. It's one of those contracts that we've been talking about all off season where it's like, it's so good money right now with where the cap is at that when the cap does go up like a bunch, it's going to look like such a steal. Oh yeah. I mean, and it doesn't even start till next season too. Yeah. So he's got one more year. And it's going to be interesting to see how how they handle like you know more contracts now because it's like Buffalo's going to be good. Um, players are going to want to get paid. They're seeing Ross. I mean, is Dalene going to be like, "Hey, do what I did, man. Take that, take that first bridge deal, prove it, and then just they have no reason not to give it to you." Because I'm thinking of players like uh, Owen Powers is due here pretty soon. Yeah. I think is it this offseason or next year? Uh, this past season was his first. I don't know if he. Oh, uh, uh, technically, come, yeah. he came out of college. I think that burned his that burned a year of his um contract. So this is so the this last be, year, but he doesn't. You see, he doesn't requ- have the player does not occur the necessary amount of professional season required for Group Two RFA status. They are ineligible for offer sheet. Oh, okay. Um, so he'll be an RFA, but he can't go anywhere. So yeah. Buffalo still has a little bit of a play there, I'll, but I'll, they have the full leash on him. Yeah, exactly. So, um, not good for good for Darlene. I think that's it's awesome that he, to see him finally like playing like that number one pick that that he was. And again, it just yeah. proves defensemen take a little bit more time. Like you got to be more patient. He's only twenty three. <laughs> that's fucking insane yeah he's gonna be real good god he's only 23 i feel like such a failure in life um the other big sign that was more of a head scratcher um the winnipeg jets announced that mark shifley and connor hellebuck have signed matching seven years 8.5 million dollar per year deals 
Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. What? It went from all what's like Bucky was out the door. Yep. Shifley was pretty much on his way out, too. I think you said, too, was it Blake Wheeler? Is maybe Blake Wheeler was the cancer? Yeah, maybe that's maybe that's why they didn't want to play there. Ah, I don't know. I don't get it. I don't understand paying these guys $8.5 million when they're 35, 36, 37. They're each going to be 38 by the end of this contract. Yikes. Which I I mean it's it's weird because like for goalies they can if they're really good they can be really good for a little bit longer than players because once players lose a step that's when it's gonna really hurt you. With goalies I don't know I feel like a lot of like really good goalies like tend to like play for a long time I mean no. fucking like Craig Anderson was just the starter for the Sabers like yeah. as much as like you want to shit on him like he was also like in his forties and was not playing bad. Or like a Mark um, Andre, he's been here for a while. Yeah, exactly. So you have Hellebuck, who's like a Vesna Vesna type goalie. He can he can keep it up. He might still be pretty decent at thirty eight. I just wonder what what they sold him because he's like he was like he, I want to win a Stanley Cup. He's probably just like, hey, bud, nobody fucking wants you. <laughs> like we would have moved you by now, but nobody wants you. Like. You might as well just sign this fucking ticket. <laughs> like, Which I also don't believe. I think teams, I just think, yeah, I think teams are so scrapped on the cap that they couldn't really make the move for him. It just, it's, it's Winnipeg is such a weird team because what do you, what is, like, what is, what's, what was the, I don't know what the point of this was. The seven years is insane to me. Maybe like they really wanted to keep them. And then they were both like, if you gave me like seven years, then we'll fucking we'll talk Turkey. I'm going to be interested to see what the move like, because I guess they're still working, negotiating like the the no movement clauses. Oh, I'm sure they're going to have like a full no move. I was going to no movement clause. Can you be bought out with one? Uh, I don't know. Probably. This is like this is just seems to me like a, at least for Shifley, this seems like a buyout in five years, or like you're gonna have to fucking trade him with assets to oh, get yeah. him off the books. But here, I think the thing with that uh, this team is like when he's near the end of this deal, I don't think they're gonna be very good. Where the fuck did they be, go? I don't think they're gonna oh, be yeah. very good. This year, <laughs> this year, yeah, this year. I mean, we'll talk about when we do our predictions. I just but... so when he's like, let's say six years down the road, Kyle Connors will be thirty-two. If they still have Ehlers, he'll be thirty-three. I follow. If they keep, if they hold on to him, he'll be thirty-five. Niederreiter would be thirty-seven. Gabe Velarde would still would be thirty. <laughs> Adam Lowry, their new captain, would be thirty-six. Like they would have to like they'd move on from a bunch of these guys, but oh, like hundred percent. What do what do they even have for young guys like in the system? Brad Lambert, Chaz Lucius. That's the names I really only kind of recognize. Yeah, I. It's such a, like it just it makes no what? sense to me. 
Yeah, plus they bought out like Wheeler. They didn't even like fucking just like trade him or anything. I don't know what what's the plan in Winnipeg here. Ah, uh, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I just I have no idea because it's like I don't think I thought they were gonna be decent this year, like decent to where they can pass. But after this, I was like, they're gonna need to tear it down. Yeah, because honestly, like if they would have moved on from Shifley and Hellebuck, they would be better in the for the future. <laughs> like you could have gotten probably a decent amount of assets because like you already moved on from Pierre Luc Dubois. If you move on and you moved on from Blake Wheeler too, like if you yeah. would have also like now tried to move Shifley, like probably at the deadline, you probably would have gotten some decent assets back for the future, and then. Same with Hellebuck. Like, I don't think it's, I don't know. That's, I feel like they've just kind of like cemented their like stagnation as like a, a borderline playoff team that's not going to be like in the running for the, the lot, the draft lottery. They're going to be about it. You know who they are? They're Minnesota. Not even because like I feel like they're, they're going to struggle to make the playoffs. But I mean, like, they're going to be... Minnesota, at least, is for sure going to make the playoffs. They might suck ass in the first round, but, like... (laughs) Not current Minnesota, I should say. Like... Oh, yeah, yeah. Before they made this, like, turn, like, before... Like, like, no top picks. No top picks, no little picks. They maybe just missed the playoffs, or they made the playoffs. They're they're going to be drafting around, like, 11, 12, 13 for the next, like, seven years. They're just going to sit, stay pat. That's all they are. That's what they... I mean, that's what Winnipeg is. Yeah. That's what they've done. Yikes. They uh, better hope that uh they can get something for Kyle Connor when they don't go any fucking further than what they did this year. At least they don't have many people to sign for next year. Watch them just absolutely tear it up. I'm, I would fucking laugh. I mean, usually happy. I just want play. Winnipeg to suck, though. I fucking I do not care for Winnipeg. Winnipeg, St. Louis. It's not like I hate St. Louis. I just don't care about Winnipeg, but I just want them to suck. <laughs> if they're good, I don't care. I would hate for St. Louis to be good. <laughs> they um, only, they only yeah, have what a weird, weird signing right before the season starts. Yeah. They only have three UFAs going into next uh, after the season and four RFAs. So. Okay. Cool. When they come in eighth place and they make it into the first round and get swept, they can do it all over again next year. So, all right. Um, you got anything else you want to talk about for the NHL? Or you want to get right into predictions? Let's just let's predict. All right. So we're gonna predict. I got no. We got Noli's picks here too. Um, Mr. College guy. Uh, so he should probably have the smartest picks, right? I mean, he's educated right now compared to us. But he's whatever. getting more educated, but I don't think he's taking any uh, hockey classes. You never know. He hasn't been very clear. Like, he hasn't really said what he's doing too much. So That's true. He just said he's <laughs> going to school. Um. So let's start. Let's start with the East. I think it's really funny real quick. I'm just looking at NHL's website. They have like the top 10 players in the league and they still list like McKinnon is like above Drysidle. I feel like that's just such a McDavid effect that Drysidle just like, yeah, McKinnon's better than you. It's like McKinnon just hit 100 points like the for the first time and Drysidle's been putting up like 120 like consistently lately. Like I understand he's playing with McDavid, but like 
everybody thought that Debrinkit was getting held up by Strom and McDavid when they were in the in the OHL and yeah. found out that Debrinkit actually can do it himself. And I'm pretty sure if you put Drysaddle on another team, which will likely happen when they can't afford his new contract, he'll still do it by himself. hundred <laughs> percent. Um, I'm surprised you're able to find anything on NHL.com. Their fucking new website sucks. It's one of the first things that's listed on the right side for top stories. That's about it. Also, their their app sucks too. Their app and the site it's is so bad. So like bad. you change it, and oh my god, dude, the season's about to start, and it's a it's just a, a mess. You can't find anything. Like, I don't know. you know, on like the old, like it's so stupid that they put the news. I'm like just opening the app. They put the news of the Winnipeg, like the Jets, like signing Shifley and Hellebuck. It's right in front of where all the buttons would be for me to select, like all that shit. All like the yeah, scores and then and so stupid. And then to go to like to the Hawks page. Oh, I didn't know that. Was that new? The little drop down arrow? What? At the top corner. I don't know. Before I would thought I had to hit more. You had to hit more, and then teams um, and teams, and yeah. then there. It's like before. That's like there's a little button at the bottom of the bar. Blackhawk logo. Click it. Yeah. All the hawk shit. Well, the other thing too is like you could just click, like even in the game, you could just hit the Blackhawks logo and pull up the team, and it just doesn't do anything now. It's 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 terrible, brutal stuff. So bad. Right before the season two, yad. Um. All right, Eastern Conference. Yes. Let's go playoff teams. Playoff teams. Okay. All right. Who are you da, taking? Da, 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 da. These um, are no order. We're not saying like, okay, this is the first, second, third. You know, we're just saying our eight playoff teams. Oh fuck! Uh, Carolina Devils, Leafs, Rangers, Lightning, um, Penguins, Sabers, and. Senators. I don't know if that was eight. <laughs> well, you, you went Three, so four, fast. I was not five, prepared for that. Six, seven, eight. Yeah. So Toronto. Uh Carolina, New Jersey, Toronto, Rangers, Lightning, Penguins, Sabres, Senators. The NFL season is going strong, and DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking new customers up with an offer that's even stronger. Bet five bucks on any game this week to score $200 instantly in bonus bets. And DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of a sweetener offer every game day this October. Get in on the game day greatness. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets when you bet $5 on the NFL. Let's go THPN only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-47-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit CCPG. Dot org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino Resort, Kansas City. Licensing partner, Golden Oil Lake Charles, Louisiana. 21 plus of age var- varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Uh, bonus bets expire 168 hours after insurance. Uh, see sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gambling resources. 
going way off the board with the Senators. I mean, I think that they have a good looking team. Oh, I think so too. Um, and I put on on X or Twitter, whatever you want to call it. I was like, what bandwagon should we hop on? The the Devils, the Sabres, or other? And the few people that did respond to other, all senators. Yeah. So I'm cool um, with it. I have New Jersey, Carolina, New York Rangers, Pittsburgh, Toronto, Tampa Bay, Florida, and Buffalo. Um Noli has Toronto, Tampa Bay, Buffalo, Carolina, New Jersey, New York, Florida, Pittsburgh. So I think he has the same thing as me, just different. He just sent it to me differently, and then I wrote mine down. Um, who do you have coming out of the uh, out of the East to represent Eastern Conference in the Stanley Cup? Oh, uh, I don't even know. I didn't even think about that. Um, it's gonna be. I'm going to say, oh, fuck. I don't know. The Devils. I think it'd be really funny if Carolina lost in four again in the Eastern Conference final, though. That would be great. Um, <laughs> I also took the Devils. Oh, did you? And Fuck Noli- that. I'm, I'm going to say the Rangers, actually. Rangers? Yeah, I'll put the Rangers down. All right, they have man. they have such a weird team that, like, might might just, like, get it done. Like after like kind of going all in a little bit like last last like postseason, but like retooling and bringing like Jonathan Quick and like Blake Wheeler in, I, think, I don't know, they kind of might fucking do pretty well. And he already has one of the, the one of the top three goalies in the league. Yeah, top, top three, top five. What would you give him? Top five. Top, top five. five. Yeah. Yeah. Top five. Yeah, because I'd say. Sorokin. Oh, yeah. Sorokin, Soros, Vasilevsky, Ottinger, Shesterkin. Yeah. Um, all right. Moving along. Western Conference. I have Dallas, Colorado, Minnesota, Winnipeg. The only team I'm gonna say where I have them ranked is just eighth in the league or eighth in the, the conference. Uh, Edmonton, Vegas, LA, and Seattle. I mean, looks I my I, it's hard for me to sit, not say like the exact same teams that happened Before. last year. Yeah, but like yeah, Colorado, Dallas, Minnesota, Vegas, Edmonton, LA. I feel like those are locks. Um, when it comes to the last two though, like I don't think the Jets will make it. Uh. Like Calgary, they they were only two points out and they had a shit season. So if they can bounce back with a full season, like without Daryl Suter too, like I think yeah. they could make it back in. Also, if they end up being the Hawks at least once, maybe they'll do it. Right? Yeah. <laughs> um, Vancouver, I think, is going to be a sneaky team because we talked about it before in the podcast where like they just shat the bed so hard at the beginning of the season last year. Like if they can avoid doing that, like they can sneak in. So I'll put Calgary and Vancouver in Calgary, Vancouver. I would love to see Arizona make it though. I, yeah, I feel Arizona is going to make some, make some jumps, but like maybe just misses the playoffs by like, like six points at the, at the minimum. Um, Western Conference, Noli took Colorado, Dallas, Minnesota, Vegas, Edmonton, LA, Calgary, and Nashville. 
Okay. Um, he took Edmonton in the final. Um, I took Edmonton in the final. Oh wow. Um, I'll just be different. I'll say Dallas. Dallas. Yeah. I that's also who that's literally who I was going back and forth between Dallas and Edmonton. I really like Dallas. I I think Dallas is gonna win the central. I think they're going to Yeah. Make a statement for himself. Um Jason Robertson's gonna have a, another monster year. Miro Heiskin's coming for the fucking Norris, dude. It's I can't wait to see if like Wyatt Johnson is whole like uh, yeah, second year with Wyatt Johnson. Yeah. Oh. He it's right now. I think they had the projected lineup with um Rupe Haynes first line center, Wyatt Johnson second line center, and then Tyler Sagan third line third center. Line. And yeah. and Sagan's line has Duchesne and Marshman. Marchman, yeah, that's right, Mason Marchman. So that's a nasty third line. It's Dallas is gonna be a fun team, and they already have one yeah. of the best defensive units in in the league. They have also one of the best goalies. Exactly. Oh god, they're gonna be so much fun to watch. They're gonna be um, really good. Presence trophy. Uh, I think it's Edmonton. Yeah, so we all took Edmonton on that one. Uh, it, it's just their division is probably one of the weaker ones. I'd say it's just they don't. Uh, all right, not one of the weaker divisions. One of the weaker goaltending divisions where that's where McDavid can just take over. Yeah. Like if your goalie is like looks he, if he looks like he's fucking scared, because sometimes you're just like, yeah, that guy's fucking terrified right now that McDavid has the puck. And that's most of the Pacific division. My yeah, my thing with Edmonton is I think the only thing that's stopping them from being a true legitimate like threat, even though I have them winning the Stanley Cup. Like their biggest weakness, I think, is their goaltending. I think they they've got a good defensive group going. They have enough forward offense there that it's like plus when you have Drysaddle and McDavid leading the charge, it's hard not to have great offense. It's just their oh, goaltending yeah. is the one thing that I'm like question mark on. That's the thing with them too. Is like if that team is down with five seven minutes left in the game by one goal. They're not out of it. Like no. they're they're probably gonna. I can see them coming back because McDavid's gonna be out there for sixty five percent of that time, and he's gonna end up with the puck more on it, like on his stick at that time than any other part of the game. Yeah, like 100%. He's, it's gonna be just like the little kid. that's like, all right, I'll just do it myself. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like we need to tie the game. Just give me the fucking puck. I'll go do it myself. Like, have you ever Jesus. seen the movie? Have you ever seen the movie Zach and Mary making porno? Yeah. The the goalie Randall from Clerts when he's playing goalie and he's like, God damn, why do I have to do it all myself? And he goes and he just sucker punches the guy coming in on a breakaway on him. It's just McDavid. Like, God damn, I gotta go do it all by myself. Yeah. Um, all right. Final, you have Dallas versus New York. Who do you have? Who do you want to take one in that one? Uh Dallas. Dallas, and who are you giving the con smite to? Oh man, I didn't even think about this. Uh Miro Heiskinen. Actually, uh, yeah, that's fine. Miro? I was going to say either Miro or, or Ottinger. Of course, you can go goalie. Yeah, I mean, he's going to be a big part, but I think, if anything, I think this, I think Miro Heiskin is going to have a, uh, just an insane year this year. Oh, yeah. Um. So, me and Noli Bolt took Edmonton. He's given Leon the con Smythe. I'm just going to be cliche and give it to McDavid because I feel like it's like, oh, the yeah. same, it's the same thing like Crosby that one year when Phil won, should have won it. It was just like, you're going to give it to Crosby because it's Crosby. Yeah. It's, I, th- the thing, crazy thing is like McDavid's going to put up like 60 points in the playoffs. Dude, I, God. if he goes all the way, he's going to put up close it's, to 60. He, 
He is going to out. He's going to have more points in the playoffs if Edmonton Oilers win the Stanley Cup than probably close to half of the the league's point leader for the entire season. Yeah, pretty much. That's that's fuck. That's that's insane. That's just plain insanity to me. I just um, want to I just want to check last year's playoffs just to see what the how, point leader was, how, what, like what he was at. Him and then like Drysital, like he was at twenty points in the playoffs. In how many games? Because he only went what? Do they only go two rounds? Right, two rounds. Because I think they, it was Vegas. They met Vegas in round two. Man, this yeah. Why did I? Why did I try to do this on here? Again, he had twenty points in twelve games. <laughs> so if he were to go, if he doubles that, he gets forty points. And then that would be, yeah. I mean, they need sixteen wins, and that would be yeah, eight at least losses. six. Yeah, at least sixteen games. And I mean, twenty points in twelve games isn't enough to get his team into the third round. So you know he's going to need to do more than that. He's going to end up with like probably closer to thirty in the first two rounds if they go all the way to the cup. And then yeah, he's going to be he's going to be flirting with 50, 60 points if they win at all. That's going to be absolutely insane. Like, oh, God. That would be, yeah, that would be more than the point leader for the Blackhawks last season. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. All right. Um, Let's go. Moving on to individual awards. Uh, We're just going to do the big four. Uh, We're going to start with the Hart Trophy. Um, Noli's going McDavid because I think the other one. Well, I mean, we were both going to say Jack Hughes. We were all going to say Jack Hughes, I think. So I'm, I think as, as a whole, we're going to go Jack Hughes, but like just to have our own opinions, I think I might just go like Jason Robertson. Interesting. It's going to be like McDavid. Oh yeah. But I think Jason Robertson, cause if Dallas has a really good year, he's going to probably put up a lot more points too. Oh yeah. Um. So yeah, Nolan McDavid, you, Jason Robertson. I took Leon. I'm gonna give it to Leon because I feel like they they yeah. kind of alternate. You get it this yeah, year. I'll get it now. next year. No, 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 no. <laughs> He's McDavid's gonna hit over 150 again, and Drysaddle's gonna still be in the 120s. And there's no way they're gonna be like, yeah, the guy with less points on the team is gonna get the fucking hurt. Um. All right, Norris Trophy. Oh, uh. I- I think it's going to either be Heiskanen or Darlene. Um, If Darlene didn't get the extension already and he was going into the offseason without one, I think he would have gotten it easy. Uh, I think Heiskanen's going to get it, though, because he's he's going to have a, a real good year. All right, good. I'm glad you're taking that. Because I'm I, fucking going with Dallas on like all of these. Yeah. Right now. Oh, Jesus. I had I had Darlene on mine, so I'm glad you yeah. and going. You said you well, second. You said Darlene. I'm like, hey. You guess yeah. what? Vesna at Ottinger. <laughs> Why yeah. not? We just go um, all down. No, it's not going to be Ottinger, though. That's fucking. I'm such an idiot. <laughs> Noli took Makar um, for Norris. Uh, Vesna, he took he took Ottinger. I'm taking mm-hmm. Sorkin just because he's, I got to ride the fantasy, my fantasy goalie. I do like Sorkin um, for for that. Uh, I'll just go Saros because he's like a perennial Vesna candidate. And he does hasn't he, won it yet, but he should. Does he play the whole season in Nashville? Uh, I think so. Yeah. 
I think I think Nashville shows that they're a little bit better than what's on paper. I think that they're better a better team this year than they are last year because not having Duchesne and John and Johansson is going to probably be better for them. Yeah, it'll be it's interesting. Gonna, it's going to yeah. be it's going to be a rough year with like more minutes going to the younger guys, but I think they're still going to be pretty impressive because like defensively and in the goaltending area, they're still so solid. I mean, Plus, they, they have put- more of an offensive guy in Tyson Berry now too. Like, so Roman Yossi's not going to need to carry the whole fucking offensive load as the as the defensive end, which is insane. That Trotz is their GM, defensive mind. He's got an offensive mind coach with like offensive mind defensemen. Like, it's just it's yeah. so. Well, you still got like, like Ryan McDonough. No, I know. Yeah. Um, all right, and I think I know the. Oh, answer also, they got Luke Shen, and then they got one of the better two way. For like two way centers in Ryan O'Reilly, so and then Nyquist too, who just knows yeah. how to fucking make the playoffs. Yeah. All right, the last one, which I think I know the answer for everybody, uh, Calder. Yeah, Betsy, baby. That's got to be. I honestly though, like Logan Cooley is gonna. He was looking super good, and if Zach Benson was actually gonna stay with the Sabers, he was playing with the top line. That kid might have been flirting with it too, but I think if, he made the team. Not, I don't think he did. I think they. I thought that they put him down. Oh, I saw one thing say of uh, the like rookies that made the team, and I thought Fuck, I saw did, him on the list. Did I miss that? I thought I saw somewhere that he stayed down. Did he make it? Oh, he is on the team. Oh, I don't know. I don't know how much of it is because, like you know, sometimes like preseason, Mackenzie Ant was a perfect example. Like right. preseason. Like somebody can really show up and then it doesn't translate as well into the regular season. Like if it does, good for him. Like they won't need to sign Patrick Kane, but I still think they will. I, I don't know, man. If like where would you put him then? Angel 24 signed him. I tried offering him a contract, uh, because he was still a free agent and he returned me down to go to Buffalo. So it's gonna <laughs> happen. That's hilarious. That's so funny. Um, yeah, it, it's that kid had a good preseason, so we'll see. It's gonna be fun. The thing that I I I think I don't know if it hurts him or helps him that he really doesn't have a supporting cast around him as good as like I was thinking uh Fantilli is gonna have a lot of votes because he I think his numbers are gonna be huge, especially if Line A, Gujaro, and all that have seasons like they're supposed to have. But then it's like, is the assumption that he should be putting up big numbers like that because he's with those guys and Logan Cooley doesn't have those guys? Like, I don't know. Um, uh, yeah. But it's going to be Bedard. It's Bedard. It doesn't matter. It's going to be such a great year for, like, rookies. It's such a crazy Calder race where, like, you'll probably have, like, five or six guys that pro- that could have probably won the Calder last year instead. If they had their own rookie class, they would be Calder winners. Yeah. So, um. All right, we're going to wrap this up here. Bold take for the year. Oh, shit. Um, well, what was the one? McDavid and Drysdale put up 300 points Yeah. combined. I honestly think it'll be 167, 123. Like 300 exact. Like they'll nail it. How crazy would that be? If that shit happens, where to get? I don't know. Right. I, like, I don't know. I I don't know if I can look at you the same way. Like I can't make eye contact with you at all. Like, uh, I still think, yeah, man, Jack Hughes getting the heart. 
like he'll put up over a hundred points. Like that's not that bold of a prediction, but like he's got such a good team right now too. When they added to Foley and like his brother is going to be on the back end and he's going to have a good year too. It's like, he's expected to be called a nominee. My um, bold, my bold prediction is Dan Levy or Levy or Devin Levy, Devin Levi, Devin Levi, Jesus Christ, Devin Levi will be nominated for both Vesna and Calder. Oh, that would be interesting. I, you don't really ever see rookies get that. That's kind of, that'd be cool. Um, I, my, my thinking is if Buffalo goes on a run, especially because I have Buffalo not making a wild card spot. I have them being third in the division. Something had to happen, like really good have had to happen. And I think he's going to have a huge part of it, but I don't know. But like, again, that's just going extreme there. But, but it's the reason why it's a bold take. That's all. Uh, I would say all the nominees for the Vesna come out of the central uh, with Saros, Ottinger, and either Hellebuck or Philip Gustafson. Ooh, that's uh, a good that, that's, dude, the central is stacked goalie-wise. Um, yeah, that's why it's so rough for being being a Hawks fan. Like the Connor Bedard has to play against some some real good guy, like goaltending man. Um, um, Noli had gave a couple too. What was it? He uh, Tampa Bay is gonna be completely fine without Vezzi to start. Yeah, that well they fucking did it completely fine before when or not like when Vasilevsky he never went down, but like whenever they had a backup like. They could have had a shooter tutor in that, and they would have been fine. Oh yeah, well that team it doesn't matter. The team and doesn't then, have the depth this like like they used to though. So I don't know. That's pretty bold. His other bold one, which is funny, it's just about the start of the season. It's not like a full season bold hates for him. His other yeah. one is Cooley will have a hotter start than Bedard to start the season. Yeah, which it's so funny. Like that's just to start. Like well, how long is, is start? the start? Is cool the start of the season for him? Here's one more bold take for Homer. Bedard is going to break Solani's goal record. You think he gets over 76? No, but I'm just going to say it to have a bold take. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> oh, my God. Do you really believe that? No, Dude, Solani couldn't even break his rookie goal. <laughs> Solani was also 21-22 when he did that. Oh, wow. Um, I want to say Buffalo wins their division. That'd be pretty pretty solid. Um, if that happens, you gotta be like on suicide watch for like Noli and all the Toronto fans out there. Holy nah, shit. if Toronto still makes the playoffs and gets bounced in the first round, that's fine. <laughs> they they go Toronto goes back to their their fucking game seven ways. <laughs> that would be nuts. What else? What other bold predictions can there be? Blackhawks make the playoffs. Yeah, well, that's my my wife said. I was like, "What are, what are your bold predictions for the year?" She goes, "Blackhawks go all the way." And I was like, "All right." <laughs> <laughs> She's like, "Are they going to be good?" I go, "Absolutely not," but I like it. <laughs> like we're like the like the confidence. Oh man, I would. Uh, how about like Hawks like finish higher in the standings than St. Louis? <laughs> I can see it happening. I would love that. I would. I could see it happening that. so easily. Biddington gets murdered on the ice for trying to do his fake crap. 
Yeah, it, it finally happens that like not like murdered, but like gets in a somebody like, somebody steps. actually scraps him. I mean, murder like somebody like will take him out. Like, I'm not yeah. saying like physically kill him. <laughs> Jesus, there's, there's a there's been a death in the NHL. God damn, it's like Jesus Christ, Jerry. I don't you, like the guy, but I'm not even gonna sudden, put that on him. Jesus, you, know, you, you clipped this part of the show when that happens, and then just wrote like <laughs> called it, and just like, oh God, <laughs> so, so morbid. Oh shit! I'm trying but, to think of like what other what other shit would be like possible, like is possible, but like pretty bold. Pittsburgh misses the playoffs after going all in. Pittsburgh fucking goes all like wins it all is pretty bold, I'd say. With Eric Carlson winning the Norris again, dude. If Carlson wins the Norris again, then he's gonna shut up a lot of people. I will be interested to see who wins in a major award, individual award next season, and gets traded that offseason. You get Flurry with the yeah. Vesna. Yeah. Got EK with the Norris. It's gonna it would be like another Vegas type player. <laughs> like Petrangelo has like a nasty season gets the Norris trophy and then gets traded in the offseason because they have no cap space. I feel like there's a bowl take with Vegas. You know what I don't think anybody's gonna ever retire as a Vegas Golden Knight for, until they get a new GM. Because the second it, it's the it's the whole any way like I it's the way that I play NHL franchise mode. It's like once you hit like 33, 34 years old, I'm trading you for like the the shiny new young guy that's gonna be like 23, 24. And it's very rare that anybody retires on the team. And like that's how they're gonna handle that team for a while. It works for them. They're Stanley Cup champion in, in what six years took them. Yeah. They did it. So all right, shitty. I think that's it. Yeah. I'm just trying to see like last one. <laughs> What's another one? What's one more? Seth Jones gets Norris nomination. Seth Jones gets traded. No. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's bold, buddy. With no salary retained. That's, yeah. Okay. Welcome to <laughs> NHL 24. <laughs> Which I did. I traded him to uh, Anaheim Ducks, and I got a first-round pick for him. That ended up being the third overall pick in the draft. Boom. That shows you how realistic that game actually is. Right? <laughs> it doesn't. That game doesn't even. It still doesn't have Fantilli and Cooley in it because they haven't played an official yeah. NHL game yet. It's stupid. But they had Bedard, which is funny. Yeah, and he's not starting on the Hawks, which is another funny thing. I know. I I opened the roster to see where they had him. Yeah, and he wasn't on the lineup. I'm like. What the fuck's going on? Is he really not in the game yet? And then boom. He's in he's been in the game for the last like three years. Well, that's you know what? It's because of the of the junior deal. Yeah. Yeah, that makes more sense. They they haven't updated the rosters because it's just the, it's basically the ending rosters from last year with player movement from the summer without like rookies being placed where they're supposed to be. But that's always how it's it really is. stupid. Yeah, that's it's how fucking it annoying. Year. They don't have the rights to the players. There's not no college. They, not, not until they step on the ice for like the very first time. Yeah, I'm surprised they haven't been able to fix that with the with the nil or nil deals with college sports. Now I'm like, I'm surprised they couldn't put all these guys. In the I, game. Wouldn't they have to have like a deal with every player? Yeah, I mean, but if you go for like 
because the, the players don't have like a an NCAA players union to like bargain with. It would right, be like but I'm saying like Google players. EA goes to the projected guys that are going to go first round and be yeah. like, hey, let's go. Let's get your rights in the game so you can be in it right away. Wouldn't, they would have to pay them, wouldn't they? Yeah, so. Yeah, they're probably like, we're going to make, we're, they don't fucking make any advances in the game anyway. Like, they're not going to pay to fucking have college players be putting in. So, they what All did right. they even do this this season? Like they haven't this done game? shit. Yeah, they didn't. The be a pro is all the same. Franchise mode is all the same. Like they, they, they no, brought back franchise any... mode. Franchise mode. They made the screens darker instead of white. Oh yeah. yeah. So okay, that's, cool. that's so it's cool. less strenuous on the eyes when late at night when I'm trying to draft in 20, 2037 and I don't know anybody that's in the NHL anymore. Yeah, I. I always say I'm not going to buy it, and then I fucking buy it, and I regret it instantly. Yeah. I, I don't like, even get I'm going to probably not copy. buy it next year, but you know what? Bedard will be on the cover, and then I'll be like, fuck, I got to get this one, too. <laughs> I didn't even get the physical copy. I just downloaded it. I did that in 22. It's just like, yeah, this doesn't feel good. <laughs> so. All right. Uh, that was the last episode, technically, of like the offseason. Uh, the next episode will be... Hockey season is here. A week into the hockey season, huh? Season. Um, again, remember we will be on our YouTube channel tonight, live streaming the Blackhawks versus the Pittsburgh Penguins. Kind of Bedard versus Sidney Crosby, Seth Jones versus Eric Carlson. If you want to do that, Korchinski versus uh Carlson, uh, whatever. Morazic uh, <laughs> versus Jari. Yeah, Korchinski so. versus Latang. We did it, guys. We're here. Hockey Lucas Reichel versus Evgeny Malkin. Dude, I am so fucking excited. Let's yeah. go. Um, also, right. if you haven't watched the Carcillo interview, go check it out. It's pretty fucking sweet. Definitely do it. Yeah. A lot of cool feedback on that. Uh, I cool still, still can't believe like what I listened to. Like I was like, holy shit, man. He knew what he was talking about. It mm-hmm. was insane. But all right, um, episode two forty six. We're just gonna call this prediction time, right? Yeah, bud. All right. Uh, make sure to follow us on all social media at WCB Podcast. Uh, find us on YouTube at at WCB Podcast. Uh, on all your favorite podcast feeds, sites, all that good stuff. Promo code THPN on DraftKings, and we'll see. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow or tonight, and we'll see you next week for sure. All right, bye, boys. Bye. Thanks for listening to the WCB podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you heard this podcast. To connect with Jerome and Tanner, check out the boys at WCB podcast on all social media. We'll see you next time.